Hey, good morning, everybody. So before we jump into today's topic, uh, and I'm recording this little intro from my phone, you'll be able to hear the difference in a minute. But before we get into today's topic, I wanted to give you some quick updates about uh, me and my life because I used to think that nobody cares and I realized now that some of you actually care you guys uh, Respond to me and reach out to me on on Instagram and in the Facebook group and so many of you had wish my son a happy birthday So thank you for that um, We are on our way today. We're surprising the kids with a trip to my best friend's house. So my best friend lives in Florida and we haven't seen them since Christmas. It's now August. And we had a trip planned with them earlier this year. We didn't get to go because of quarantine. And so we have a quick little trip planned. My kids have no idea. Like we packed the bags in the middle of the night and we're gonna let them know like, let's go. We're leaving in an hour. We're so excited for this surprise for them. It should be a lot of fun, even though we're not going to really do much when we get there, but be in the house because it's still, you know, pandemic time. So it's not like we're going to Disney or anything, but just the, the opportunity to spend some time with other people and friends, like to hug my friend and, and for my kids to see their friends, and uh, which are their children. So really, really, really excited about that. So pray for me for a safe trip. Excited about that. Anyway, so today's episode is such a good one. I answer the question to talk about, um, do you want to change your husband? So, yeah, I find that one of my most popular content or questions that I get is surrounded by around the idea of how to change my husband or, you know, can, how do I get him to do more of this or that? So... I answer that question for you in this episode. I'm here for it. Let's do this. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Hey mama, can I ask you a question? Do you want to change your husband? No, I'm serious. Like, do you want to change your husband? Y'all are listening to me like she's joking, right? She's joking. Of course I want to change him. I wouldn't have clicked this episode if not. All right. All right. I get it. Yes. 
Well, a lot of times when we're looking for the answers to a question, what we need is not more information, but the same information told from a different perspective. So let me ask you, as you've Googled or searched or really tried to find the answers to the question, how can I change my husband? What have you come up with? If you dream about what a brand new husband would be like, the same one, but brand new, those things that you want to change, what are they? What does that life look like for you? How different is it? Is it the way that he behaves, the way that he speaks to you? Is it how he provides? What is it? What is it really that you're looking for? Are you really looking for a a changed husband or are you looking for how those things will make you feel? Is him changing his actions going to really change your quality of life? Or will it change maybe how loved you feel? Will your quality of life improve because you'll be happier? Because you'll feel more loved? Because you'll feel at peace in your home? Maybe you feel like your quality of life will improve because your finances will be better or you guys will be communicating better or he'll understand you. You see where I'm going with this? Is it really that we want to change our husbands or we want to change our feelings? We're going to change how we feel inside, how, how we like to say he makes us feel. And don't get me wrong, I've been there. So many times I've kind of felt like you're doing this to me. You're making me feel this way. I've gotten defensive. I've gotten angry. I've gotten upset with him. I bring all this up because in all of my avenues of content, Facebook groups, Instagram, Pinterest, the blog, the podcast, my most popular content is ones where women are looking for answers for how to change their husband. They want to know, how do I change my husband? Even more surprising, I would say, is that in some of the Facebook groups that I'm in, women will go in and they will write about something that their husband's doing that upsets them. Totally understandable, right? Something that upsets them that is wrong. And their whole thought, or they'll say, they'll be frustrated, I guess, with the fact that their husband isn't being taken to task. Who keeps him accountable? Why am I the one that has to be kept accountable? Why do counselors talk to me and say it's my fault? Who's going to talk to him? And that's a valid feeling. It's a valid feeling when you're upset with your husband. It's a valid feeling when you feel like he's been a jerk for the past couple of months. Why is it that I need to do anything different? He's the one that needs to change. I get that. It is so valid. But here's the answer. You can change. 
how you feel about it, you can change. So why don't we start with the outcome that we're looking for and then decide to work on the part that we can change. For instance, and so a lot of times, again, I've heard women who've been hurt by the church, and a lot of times I would say that the legalistic arm of the church overuses or abuses this piece of scripture or this this idea and it makes us as wives feel like we're meant to be doormats and so then it makes us as wives feel defensive I'm not a doormat I will not let him walk all over me I will not let him control me with his actions Jesus never asked for you to be a doormat he came and he protected us just as well And so let's think of ways to influence our husband's behavior without being a doormat. Because Jesus did talk about forgiveness and turning the other cheek and loving others. And that people would know that you're my disciples by the way you love one another. So perhaps the answer is not do you want to change your husband? Or maybe it is. But perhaps the answer to the question, how do I change my husband, is not a list of steps A, B, C, and D. But rather, how can I influence my husband to treat me the way I want and deserve to be treated? What kinds of things can I do to help him to help influence him in that way and I'm not talking about manipulation I'm not talking about tit for tat like I do this so you do this or you know quid pro quo or whatever that would just be manipulation and that is not true change that's just you know him behaving a certain way because you're nagging him or whatever that's not him really truly loving you better him really truly serving you better or supporting you and so let's talk about how we can model that behavior for our husband let's model it for him let's love him better and then see what happens let's figure out how does he want to be loved and let's do that and see what happens let's champion our husbands and see how he loves us in return see how he cherishes us in return Uh, my pastor she uses a beautiful example and she says that men want to be championed and women want to be cherished and she uses this as on a play on words for the love and respect idea in the Bible that so many women have a problem with, right? But when it's said that way, it feels so much more palatable. I can champion my husband. I can be there for him. I can show him that I'm in his corner, that I support him, that what he feels is important is also important to me. I can do that. And in exchange, or by default, we would like to see him 
love us better, but what does loving us better look like? Him cherishing me though? Oh, yes. Him feeling, making me feel like I'm his one and only. And I mean, obviously this is aside from his relationship with God, right? But making me feel like I'm so important to him, that that whole idea, I think of the word cherish and I think of how I feel about my children and to know that he really feels that way for me, that's the kind of love that I'm looking for. That's the kind of way I would like him to behave or I would like him to treat me. And so again, it starts with our actions and helping him to be better at the things that we would like to see him do. And not by just saying, oh, babe, you know, maybe you want him to grow in his relationship with God and you give him a Bible and highlight some verses and give him a Bible study. Hey, honey, why don't you check this out? Trust me, it doesn't work. I've done it. I've tried it. It was a disaster. It doesn't. But we can model that behavior. We can model it for him. We can influence our husbands with our behavior. We can influence them by the way we act, the way we treat them, the way we love them. So I would say the answer to the question, how do I change my husband, is first, let me try to change me. Let me try to change my heart, get rid of anger, resentment, unforgiveness, all these things that are making me bitter that I'm holding on to, that I don't want to hold on to anymore. God is not calling you to hold on to those things. Jesus said, first look at the log in your own eye before you try to take out the speck in your brother's. And maybe the speck in your husband's eye is a little bit bigger than a speck. I get it. But let's first look inward and let's first try to change those things. And then once you have had God, once you've surrendered that will to God, that surrendered the will to change your husband, once you've taken that to God and you've surrendered it and asked God to change your heart, your anger, your resentment, and asked him to remove all that in true earnesty, that doesn't happen in just one conversation most likely. Most likely it's going to take a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of days, maybe a couple of months. For some women, depending on the level of offense, it can take years of sitting with God and saying, please take this from me. Please take this from me. And then acting on that, acting as if it was already taken from you, acting as if you forgive, acting as if you don't have resentment, acting as if you're not angry over and over, God will change your heart. He will change your husband's heart. He's not going to let you sit there and continue to be a doormat. We can stand up for ourselves. God can stand up for us even better. And we ask that he does that. We pray and we come to him in prayer and we ask that he does that. And his spirit will speak to your heart. But he, what he's going to want to see is that we're loving first. That's his commandment. And our husband is our most intimate relationship that we have. 
and God's commandment is to love. So let's influence our husbands by how well we love them, by how well we can treat them. And maybe we can start showing him otherwise. All right, so I am back in my car, and I think by now you guys can tell the difference when I'm recording from my studio, and it's so quiet, and I'm speaking really softly because I'm trying not to wake my family. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I speak in the studio. It's I just feel so soothing and quiet. That's my peaceful place. Um, and also because literally everybody's sleeping and I'm trying not to wake anybody up. Now I am in my car running some errands before a trip that I mentioned before. And I had to stop the episode because I didn't have time to finish recording it. But I did want to get to this. That whole first half, it was asking you a lot of questions. That was, you know, doing some coaching through through self-discovery and answering questions and and having you guys kind of reflect on what are some of your own answers. Some people like myself, I certainly am one. Some people, I'm like, give me the how to, give me the tactics, you know, like give me the, the nitty gritty. Tell me how to do this. Like, this is all well and good that you're um, kind of trying to make me think for myself. And and a lot of times we really, you know, not we, a, a lot of times if we sit and think about the answers to a lot of the questions that I ask, the Holy Spirit will answer them. And that is by far the best advice. Holy Spirit, uh, any, any advice you want to give me, I'll take it. I may not be happy with it sometimes, but I'll take it over the advice of a person any day, right? And so that's part of why I ask those questions is to invite the Holy Spirit into your heart to, to help there. Because especially with a question like, you know, how do I change my husband or I want to change my husband or how do I get him to start, stop doing this or start doing that? I can't answer that. I don't know your husband, essentially. But the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit knows what he needs and what you need. And and so that's why we invite him in, in, in there. But if you're like me and you're like, okay, I spoke to the Holy Spirit and but I, I, I wanna I, I need to do it by myself. <laughs> right? Sometimes we, we think we gotta do it by ourselves and we want some tactical some tactical tips here are some quick tactical tips uh that you can try and um they have worked for me they have worked for some of my clients um so feel free to use them but don't ever forget to invite the holy spirit in with those decisions so real quick i and i realize i'm backtracking here um now that I'm sitting in my car and I'm really thinking this through, I just want to pray. God, thank you so much for every woman under the sound of my voice. And Father, we pray that your spirit is in the answers to this, these questions. Father, we pray that your spirit breathes life into my words, Father. That, that my words, let them not be my words. But let them be the words that you want your daughters to hear. 
And we just thank you. We praise you. And we are thanking you in advance for healed marriages. We are thanking you in advance for husbands who are transformed by your love and for wives who are transformed by your love. We thank you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So tactical tip number one. And that is, I've spoken about this before, but tactical tip number one is love your husband in the way he wants to be loved. So I was asking before ways that we can maybe influence our husband and, you know, maybe model for him how um, we would like him to behave. And so I always say, give out what you want to get back. So if we love him the way we want to be loved, not, sorry. If we love him the way he wants to be loved and we communicate with him the way we would like to be loved because it's different, you know, it's different. He might want one thing and you might want another. You know, I talked about the five love languages before. My husband is an acts of service. That's all great. But I am more of a words of affirmation person. So figure out what that is and love him the way that he wants to be loved that will that's a game changer game changer try that for a week trust me it like makes such a difference all of a sudden we start to see our husbands behave in a whole new way so try that second tactical tip after we are going to start loving him the way he wants to be loved next and This is especially when, and there's so many of you out there, so I I know I'm, I'm speaking to somebody. This is for those of us who would like our husband to step up in one area or another, typically in an area surrounded, like around some sort of leadership in the home. We want him, you know, be a better leader, whether that's a spiritual leader, making more decisions at the home you know maybe he kind of just defers to you all the time um this happens in a lot of homes that I see especially I mean I'm a Latina woman if you didn't know I'm Puerto Rican Dominican and Cuban I am very uh independent a little sassy um and I get things done I'm the oldest child I am not the one to sit back and let things happen to me or for me I am that person where I make it happen and so many of you are the same but what happens for women like us is that our men have a tendency to kind of just sit back and let us do the driving because it's easier why not I mean we've kind of trained them that way a little bit so uh, another way if if that is something that you are interested to see is inviting your husband into some of those decisions inviting your husband let him decide what you guys are going to do for the weekend let him decide on the schedule or uh, a client of mine we were talking about time blocking and how she could uh, maybe time block so that she can work on her business and then still still prioritize her husband and family and I was like, well, why, once you time block, why don't you invite him in and see, invite him in to kind of see what he thinks about, about your ideas or whatever. 
and she had the most amazing idea. She's like, you know what? He's really good at scheduling. Maybe I can have him do that scheduling, which is amazing. And again, maybe your husband's not good at scheduling. Maybe he's not very organized. And so maybe that doesn't work for you. But the idea is to think about your husband's strengths and play to those strengths. Like invite him to use his strengths. Affirm him by inviting him to use his strengths. That will make a world of difference. Again, we are not changing our husbands because there's literally nothing we can do to actively make him change or force him to change. But by doing little things like these, we can certainly influence him. We can certainly make him feel more loved and supported. We can certainly make him want to want to change, right? Because who has a husband who's changed because he felt like he was forced? I mean, we want that man to, I want, I want you to want to love me. You know, there's a, a really funny, um, There's a really funny scene in a comedy where I forget the movie, um, but it's it's super funny. Anyway, there's a really funny scene in the comedy where the wife is pregnant and she gives the husband all the books, you know, what to expect while you're expecting and blah, 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 all the books. And he doesn't read the books and she's upset that he doesn't read the books and they're arguing and he's like, fine, I'll read the books. And she's crying and she's like, I want you to want to read the books. And I thought that was so hysterical. My husband and I laughed so hard at that scene because the same thing happened in my house when I was pregnant from our, my, our daughter, our first child. I wanted him to want to read the books. I wanted him to want to care, to want to learn ahead of time how to be a better father. And the fact of the matter is he didn't want to read the books. And I tried, but I couldn't make him read the books. But you know what happened when my daughter was born and he saw that precious little baby for the first time? First of all, he cried and my husband never cries, like never, never cries. I, in the 17 years he's been together, I think I can count on one hand the times that he's cried. One of them is the moment he saw my daughter for the first time. Would you know that after that, not only did he read the books, but quite frankly, he is a better parent than me 10 times over. I, I, if I can affirm him in any way, I would say that he is an amazing father, such an amazing father. And he didn't want to read the books in the beginning. So all this to say is your husband is going to change and change dramatically when his motivation is there, when, when he wants to do the thing, but we can't force him to want to do it. Right? I couldn't force him to want to read the books. But seeing my daughter's face, that melted his heart in an instant. And that's the kind of motivation that only comes from God. 
my my daughter being born healthy that was god that was that was a miracle i i didn't do anything i just carried her if anything i was like you know running around being busy not doing any of the things i was supposed to do when i was pregnant cuz i was like what i'm just pregnant i'm not disabled and I'm like carrying stuff around. I remember I was carrying luggage through the airport and my aunt is yelling at me and, you know, I was wearing heels to work and the, the doctor was yelling at me. I'm going to throw off my center of balance and fall. All the things. I didn't get it. But the point is that they will change when their heart is changed, when they're ready to change. How about another example is wanting to lose weight. I've been wanting to lose weight for a little while, you know, it's the quarantine and I've put on a few more pounds than I'd care to admit. And my husband all the time tries to support me in this area, but quite frankly, he doesn't motivate me very much. He doesn't because I feel like if he says anything, he must be, he must think I'm fat, right? And I get it. That's my, my own issue, but the motivation for me to change the motivation for me to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go work out or to meal prep or to just you know eat my fruits and vegetables and do all that anybody who's ever tried to do a body transformation knows how much work it is it is so much work that motivation has to come with from within that motivation has to come from i want to feel healthier i want to wake up and and feel better i i want to feel that way for me it doesn't come from oh the validation from the world and I want to look better but it comes from within and so this is what we're looking for that motivation from within for for your husband and a lot of times when we love him better is a great way to help that motivation from within because he realizes man I have an amazing wife man, I, I don't want to risk losing this man. You know, my family is awesome and maybe not for you, but for most women that I've seen, it does work that way. It really does. It's so crazy and counterintuitive, but it does. So that was number two. I think we talked about loving him better in the way that he wants to be loved. And then that was number one. And number two, we talked about inviting him in to make decisions or just feel more included. Essentially, it's like affirming his manhood by just not criticizing him for everything he does. Trust me, we want to criticize him. You want to be like, you know, you let him dress the kids and you want to be like, really? really you know let the kids go out and that I mean maybe not in my home my home my husband dresses my kids better than than I do he's a little crazy with it but for a lot of us yeah you know or or letting him cook a meal really you, frozen pizza again but allow him allow him to do it without criticizing just try it just try it we're not saying forever and one of the things I, I said, I was having this conversation with a client and one of the things I said to her was trust the outcome to God. And she was like, Ooh, what? But trust the outcome to God. God is not going to let you down. Your husband might let you down. But if you are doing this because you want to heal and repair your marriage and he is, your husband is a good man in general. He's a good man. 
and you want to be closer to him, then do it as if it's in obedience to God and trust the outcome. Let God change your husband in this area. I used to fight with God all the time. Be like, God, I'm going to let my husband lead my house. He doesn't even serve you. Hello. And that was a real issue for me. And on some things, I had to stand my ground. No, I'm going to church and I'm taking my daughter with me. And I did. And God honored that. And in those areas, God honored it. But in other areas, I just, I let him be. I let him take the lead and I just rolled with it. And I said to God, God, I'm giving this to you and I'm surrendering it to you. And I'm going to surrender the outcome. And what happens can be amazing. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Just some ideas and tips on how to change your husband or more than likely how to change your heart, your own heart, how to pray to God to change your own heart so that once your actions change, your husband's actions change. And then some little examples of things that we can do that would influence or can influence our husband's actions later if we put into practice. I hope that was helpful. I think it will be. Take care. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.